0: The last few weeks, we've really picked up the pace with this podcast. And as a part of that, we've been having so many conversations with guests to come and conversations to be had. And one common theme that we've realized is that people are asking us, why did we name this podcast the third place? Like, what's the point of it? What's the origin of that? And out of that, really is the story of how David and I met, which are so closely related. So we want to take this opportunity to do a quick episode to give our listeners some context and share the story and give an insight into the name itself. We welcome you to explore the third place with us.
1: It is an invitation to the gray space a space where deeper connections are fostered through challenging, challenging, empowering, empowering, and and engaging dialogue.
0: You will walk away with a deeper understanding of self, equipped to engage with others in life's complex conversations.
1: Thank you for listening.
0: We invite you in to the third place. to go back, I think it's been six years ago, I was running business development and I was a general manager for a specialty tea company at the time in Boulder, Colorado. And we were in this like sort of hole in the wall warehouse um, in the outskirts of Boulder in a place called Gun Barrel. And it was very much a place that we would have people walk in and think it was a tea house or a tea shop, but it was not at all. It was very much a production facility. We were primarily online or distributing and doing wholesale, so it was not abnormal to have people walk in, but it it was rare. Um, but usually, those conversations would be, "Oh, hey, you know, we're not a tea house." Like, even though if you look on Google Maps, it says the Tea Spot, people were anticipating walking into this like amazing place in a warehouse, which was so odd. And so David. Was one of those people.
1: Yep. And to me, I think what's fun is it wasn't odd at all.
0: Of because of Leterza.
1: Because of Leterza.
0: Well, and what's what's Leterza? Because, I mean, I think a lot of our listeners don't even know what Leterza is. Right. Oh, by the way, David also runs an artisan coffee company. <laughs>
1: That's right. Yeah. And in almost the exact same way that the T-Spot was being run. Yes. In a warehouse in this random a warehouse park. Um, We have a coffee bar in the warehouse. So I always describe it as we're kind of like a brewery that has a tap room. Right. Uh, So we're a coffee roastery that has this coffee bar and that way we can showcase our product. But we're not we're not a coffee shop, though.
0: Yeah, you're not like a brick and mortar coffee shop on the side of a busy road. Like you're still off the beaten path and and people walk in, though. Right. But it's mostly those that really know that it's like a best kept secret.
1: And, and Google, I mean, has brought so many people to us. They're driving on the major highway. They're going north to like Detroit, which is four hours north of Cincinnati. Um, they've made it through downtown traffic. And they're like, okay, like, let's get coffee. Well, well, we've had nothing but five-star reviews on our website. So we pop up with their analytics. like, Yeah. And so people will come back. They're like, okay, you guys picked a really weird location for a coffee shop. We're like, yeah, and here's the story, you know
0: remember i mean just to, i want to say something just last week you had a google review that came in of someone in your production team helped fix a flat uh
1: i think it was um yeah i saw that come in too because and i didn't even know it was a um a dead battery in a car and they couldn't right. start
0: right so i mean i just i it's you are being very real when, I mean, we keep seeing all of these reviews coming in where they're like, not only was it so like maybe random to stumble upon La Terza, but also it was special because <laughs> she said like that you guys were a car mechanic in a coffee shop in one, which I thought yeah. was cute. Yep.
1: Yeah. So I was uh, in Colorado with my family and, my wife and my brother and his wife we were all at Avery brewery which is just down the street and we had a beer from Avery that had this that was made with a green tea from the tea spot and we asked the server where's the tea spot oh right across the street and again there was some similarities to that story too because we're located next to a brewery in their our warehouse district so just a lot of synergy so we so we went and visited and I actually, at the time, was looking for a strategic tea partner as well, just because we have a lot of shops and restaurants that we supply that we're looking for tea. So so we walked in and it was like, oh, I, I know this story. Oh, wait, you guys are very similar to us. Hey, by the way, I happen to be looking for a tea supplier. And then that's where they said, well, you should talk to Mary. And you can, I think we pulled you out of a meeting. I kind of felt bad, but um, you gave us samples and you're like, all right, well, we'll be in touch. And then... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I remember it was always a thing where where it would be like, okay, hey, uh, one of our customer service representatives would come in and be like, hey, like, do you have a minute? But I was always so back-to-back because I was totally a one-woman show at the time. I mean, we were really putting a lot of effort into growing, and um, and it was so cool because I just remember the excitement about having this family come forward and I got to meet your wife Beth at the same time as your brother and your brother's wife and it was just so happenstance that we started talking about even recognize the synergies up front and then the conversation did continue where it started this whole long working relationship where we became your tea supplier and beyond that then we started to recognize because then you came back to Colorado to do more of a deep dive around tea with Robert, your roaster. And, and at that time, I think that that really like started our conversations in a much more intentional and deep way. Right. But it was all over, it was all over tea or coffee or beverage. And I think one of the moments that I remember the most vivid was hosting you guys to a traditional tea ceremony, the the gung fu tea ceremony in the warehouse when you returned. And I think I remember that being such a memorable experience because what happens when you do this tea ceremony, it can be anywhere from two to three hours or seven hours because you're just continually infusing a tea over and over. And it's very artistic and it's very open ended that we just had what is often referred to as you get tea drunk and you just, it opens up a whole new uh, way of communicating and speaking and, and sharing and being open and honest.
1: Yeah. And we've hinted at this in different episodes, but this idea of third place is used often in the coffee shop scenario. Like we would call a coffee shop a third place and it's not your home. It's not your work, but here's this community gathering space. So it's language that's used often in coffee, but there really is something about the magic of beverage that brings people together, that you connects people together. Um, I think one common theme around coffee and tea is like, it's not just people that converse over sharing this drink. It is connecting pe- to the producers. It's connecting to people all in different parts of the world from the, the farmer level um, to the to the tea blenders, to the coffee roasters, to a coffee shop, to the barista—like all of these hands come together to make this thing. And it it can be true in wine, and it's true in beer. Like all the hops and all the right the different ingredients and sourcing and the intentionality behind that creates the space for then these really cool dialogues. So, and and La Terza means the third. That's the root of our name. Uh, as well it means the third in Italian so Italian to kind of point to the uh, Italy as the birthplace of espresso and this this kind of coffee house culture but then the third is this hint at this third space and and where coffee can really be a catalyst for deeper levels of relationship or safe places for exploring different levels of relationship which then brings us into the start of the name the third place podcast it it begins in the beverage you know it began with beverage of creating a safe place for relationship
0: yeah and and so you know originally we started this podcast at the beginning of covid and it was to provide sort of like these conversations in a more intentional way with coffee shop owners especially when doors were closed and it was like how can we bring this into a virtual platform But then we quickly realized that like the third place was way more uh, robust than that. And we took a sabbatical over the summer last in, in 2020. And we realized that the third place was not just this third location, physical location, but what if the third place could sort of live within us and be this third perspective. And through that, we realized with an element of safety being at the core of what we're doing, moving away from this dualistic, divisive way of of operating, that in our podcast, our goal was to sort of press into what we call the gray space, which is not this or that perspective, but the this and that. So that's that's where we started to to rest in, is this and space and this idea of embracing each other's perspectives, because really... When I look back at all the conversations David and I were having, it was rooted in safety. It was rooted in empathy and in sort of just curiosity of wanting to know more about, you know, your demographic you were serving or your leadership style or your background so that I could take bits and pieces of that to then incorporate into my own way of operating and and vice versa.
1: Right. Yeah. So many conversations like you were leading your team. I was leading our team and we both approached it from this curiosity space. Like it wasn't that we had ineffective conflict resolution as much as, okay, what do we own in a conflict? How do we address it? What is different personality styles? What is, what is their perspective? So we, we came in with this curiosity just in terms of leadership of teams how do we create the best team possible so so much of the curiosity conversations just began in kind of very practical way um and you know i think you and i could bounce off all of these ideas oh that's an interesting perspective and you you could bring your teams perspectives in and your perspectives in to those conversations and again kind of vice versa so it's like it really became a, a new way of thinking you know and we had so many positive experiences like i was able it it made a tremendous difference in me being that much better of a leader, adding more empathy to my leadership style, which only helped enhance the team culture that we were working to create. And so there was just a lot of positives that came with that. And that only you know reinforces that this new style of thinking, this collective style of thinking, is really good and healthy.
0: Yeah, I feel like it's like we were just trying it on for size in like a microcosmic way. It was like you know, let's try it on in our backyard or in our current relationships. And it was very much in this entrepreneurship perspective to begin with. And then we just realized that this conversation could be applied or this approach rather could be applied to the way of life and um, the complexity of, of that, which is being human. So that really has led us to Try to take a little bit more stock in what the third place means even further. And we've realized that it's about having uncomfortable, awkward conversations because we tend to avoid them. It's easier to stay in a comfort zone. So how can we bring comfort, that which we crave, to the discomfort Um, because that's the that's the space in which we grow. Right. And through that growth, we can connect deeper and that ultimately our hope in this podcast and in the work that we do is that we want people to be able to connect with themselves. And we also want through that deeper connections with others. And clearly everyone, I mean, you're seeing it all over now. Everyone's acknowledging the division and, We feel like this is a bite-sized way. It's just purely through some little conversations that are uncomfortable, but not too overwhelming, not too shocking to the system, but in an approachable and very human way to bring this to the forefront and make it so that we can find our unity again.
1: Yeah. You know, for me, this idea of the coffee shop, the third place, One that was really running at its best is a space that meets all levels of intimacy. So your most intimate relationships can go and share this beverage as well as the safety of meeting someone for the very first time. And then the safe place in the uh, true third place is the setting where you're able to see those relationships kind of grow and be fluid with one another. You know, if you meet someone for the first time, is there a spark that would indicate that you want to take it to further? You know, is there something in common that you would have? And through this beverage space, uh, the, it creates the safety to to do that. And so for me, it's almost like we've created a digital version of a coffee shop experience where we'll take a hard conversation, we'll bring it into this safe place, and we unpack it in these bite-sized ways to invite people in to a, a new way of understanding, a different perspective, uh, a new habit maybe that you're trying to create, but in, a, in again, like that, you said, that very approachable way.
0: Yeah, I think that that's sort of important is that we're bringing two different perspectives and that it is from, you know, less of a clinical or research based and more of just like, hey, let's let's share these very real experiences from personal and super vulnerable perspectives. So now you know about where the third place comes from and how David and I met and a little bit of context around what David does in his full time job, too. Uh, and as a side note, I also work for La Terza and we run cohorts on the side where we actually teach uh, new coffee shop owners how to open a third place. So that's a lot of the work that we do in the day. And then this podcast is really an extension of our greatest passion and bringing these conversations to the table.
1: Yeah, I think that, you know, pushing in and as we move forward, it's seeing perspectives from other sets of eyes. And, you know, like I have an impression of what it looks like to see and respond to societal events. But what does it look like to bring in, you know, a black man's perspective about the insurrection? And what did that bring up for him and his body? And then, you know, all of these perspectives help us, I think, more than anything, help us to see what we have in common. You know, so many of our coffee shops have the word community in their title or some kind of level of community in their brand and their language. And community and common are related words. Like, we have so much more in common with each other than we realize. Way more in common than we have in indifference, and when we hear the perspectives the true perspectives of someone and how these emotions are affecting their bodies, I think that we're going to hear a lot of oh, I didn't know you felt that way, but that's how I feel too so you know we've talked about how we were going to do conversations around race and and gender gap you know I think we're pushing more into these uncomfortable conversations what does addiction look like? how does it affect our body? Is there a way to break the cycle of addiction? Conversations around infertility, um, postpartum depression, and you know, lots of conversations that maybe are taboo to talk about, or uncomfortable to talk about, or what we just normally don't talk about. We have learned, even in some of these interviews that we've done, that one of the common themes to really work through these issues is to talk more openly about it. So I'm really excited to share these interviews that we've started to record over the coming months. And I think we're going to learn so much from each other in this process.
0: Yeah. It just goes back to another goal of the third place is just restoring the art of dialogue. And so we plan to have that dialogue and I'm honored to be a part. And it just feels like this work is heaven for us. And so your support and your listening means the world. And with that being said, If you have any awkward or uncomfortable topics or conversations that you want us to tend to, email us. You can email me at mary at thirdplacepodcast.com or david at david at thirdplacepodcast.com or connect with us on social media. We're on Instagram at thirdplacepodcast as well as Facebook and we're engaging a ton on those platforms and we even just started a Patreon page. If you don't know what the F that is, it is an amazing platform for creators. And it's essentially a platform for those that want to support the work that we're doing. And there's tiers of membership that come with different benefits from getting free Be Well swag from us part of this line that we started, or even having one-on-one chats with us, whatever it may be, we've been really eager to create this community and, and put it in action more. And so the Patreon page that we started is really just the first of of many. It's patreon.com forward slash third place podcast.
1: Yep. And uh, we are listener supported. So uh, this is a way that you can kind of be with us as we walk through how to have better conversations and and select the way that you want to engage with us
0: well and i actually forgot so one of the benefits from being a member is actually a depending on the tier but there's a monthly subscription of laterza coffee or tea so bringing a little bit of that beverage flavor into the mix
1: yeah the beginning of this episode you make me want to create a, a digital experience of that tea ceremony so we we should find a time and share with all you all to bring you into that sacred space.
0: Yeah. I'm down to do tea ceremonies anytime virtually. So you guys <laughs> just get, let me know. I drink probably three or four different types of tea a day. So I'm down. Cool.
1: <laughs> well, before we leave you this week, we do have one more specific ask. So many people that have listened to this podcast and and nearly every interviewee that we talk to, stress how how much they really enjoy this podcast and more than that how much they really feel that this is needed today and and we feel that too and we know that you guys feel that as well so we've put together a trailer that helps to share the concept of the podcast and it's something that can be easily shared with your friends Um, we're going to play it here now and leave you with that we would love it if you could point your friends and family there and if you do find yourself wanting to have a hard conversation with someone who's close to you use us as a tool share this trailer share this podcast share a different episode and hopefully it'll be a way to engage with that person in heartfelt dialogue in a space that is safe that's what we dream that this podcast can be is a tool that we can use together to learn how to have these harder conversations. Be well, everyone.
0: This is Mary.
1: And this is David.
0: And we are the Third Place Podcast.
1: A podcast working to restore the art of dialogue.
0: When David first told me about the idea of the third place, it was a concept that originated in the world of coffee. It's not your home, it's not your work, but this third place to convene and connect. As we continued the conversation, I asked him, well, what if the third place can be within us, especially with the shift in the world as we experience it now? So here we are, we have to be able to channel that and find the third place within ourselves. Because let's be honest, we've lost the art of dialogue and we can no longer ignore that fact.
1: We've forgotten how to talk to each other and we need to now more than ever
0: we've also realized that many of the conversations that we need to have are topics that have become taboo to talk about.
1: Maybe you grew up thinking that you weren't supposed to talk about religion or politics. But what if, in fact, those are the conversations that we are supposed to lean into the most? And these hard and often awkward conversations are what could have helped us learn the skills to talk through even more uncomfortable topics like racism, gender, addiction, death, and infertility.
0: When the conversation is hard, that's our cue to lean in.
1: This human experience is complex, and the complexity brings texture to our lives.
0: Without that texture, our experience would be far more dull, more flat.
1: So we need each other, and we need to talk to one another.
0: And this looks like moving from dualism, from choosing either this or that, and moving to the idea of this and that.
1: This middle space, the third place within, not the black or white, but the sacred gray space, is where we can come to the table, respectful of one another to work through our differences.
0: There is beauty and necessity in our diversity.
1: So, we come together every week to talk through these hard and awkward conversations, bringing in different perspectives on uncomfortable topics into a safe and comfortable space.
0: And it begins with us, learning to first understand our own perspectives, to then come together with humility and curiosity about the perspectives of others we share this world with.
1: In the third place, we embrace the uncomfortable.
0: In fact, we seek it out.
1: The third place is a safe and inviting place.
0: And we hope you'll join us
1: We welcome you to the third place.